Yo, this is J-Rod from QC Media. I just wanted to send a quick shout out to them boys over at City Speaks Podcast. Great platform for the city. I just want y'all to tap in with these guys. They're doing it real, doing it real well, the right way, and they opening up doors for everybody in the city. So y'all tap in. What they do? This your host, Big Worm on City Speed Podcast. 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 Yo, what they do? This your host, Big Worm on City Speeds Podcast. I got a, I got a goat in the room today, man. Oh man, <laughs> I got a goat. I got a You're goat. You too kind, man. You too uh, kind. Shit, you can tell by the mask. I got Push Supreme in the building, man. What's, What's up? On, man? What's up? How, How you, you doing? Man? How you doing? Appreciate you. Doing Appreciate good, doing you. Doing good, man. What up, world? Uh, how you living? How you doing? B- been busy, man. Been busy, but it's, it's a good busy. Good busy. Been really focused. Been really driven. I feel like um, the part that I play in Tampa's culture has really just been hitting new heights. And I just want to just continue to do what I'm doing to just bring what we got to bring in for us to be bigger than Miami. That's my goal. Bigger than Miami. That's our goal. Bigger I, than I feel, Miami. I feel like we're on the way. I want to jump right into it. Uh... You just dropped the album, EP album, Friday. Before I say I do, how, how that's going? How, how's the feedback? The on feedback's that? been really good, and I was kind of scared on it because it's like not as much rapping as what I usually do. Mm-hmm. You know, like the bars are still in there, but it's not. I, I wanted to make this album for myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I know that sounds kind of selfish, but it's like when I'm listen, when I'm in the car, I'm so critical of you know sounds and music and things of that nature. I'm always judging the mix. I'm always judging like this instrument, this 808, this drum, this kick. But I wanted to make something to where I just can just let it ride through for mm-hmm. like my way from the crib to work or my crib to the studio. And I guess I, I was really good on taking that chance because the the feedback has been really good. Like the reception has been above what I thought it was going to be. You know, that's crazy. You said I listened to it both times in the car, and you have. Uh... You got different bags on that. You got, uh, as soon as I heard Adam and Eve, my shoulders started moving. <laughs> shoulders started moving. I hear Adam and Eve. But then you in the, the, the trap bag with uh, Never. Calling me back. Calling me back and Never. never that's the same one, right? Yeah. Call, um, calling me back. Yeah, calling yeah, me yeah. back. Yeah, that's that's the only trap one in there. Shout out to Huli. That one's only because it's just like the way it just starts with the eight of ways. Mm-hmm. Like, Boom, it's like right in your face, you know what I'm saying? You can't ignore it, you know? But I, I had to talk about that because during that time, through quarantine, like, I try to stay away from the streets as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's definitely benefiting me in, you know, in other aspects I can't talk about. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it seems to always call you back when you have to face adversity, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you want the easy, easy way? Yeah, you want the easy, fast easy. bread? Or you want to work for it and find out and use your mata to kind of like get you to the next step? 
and that's where that song came from. You know what I'm saying? That whole song talks about the situation when I had got locked up for the fucking um, the DUI situation. It wasn't a DUI, but it's like that whole situation was crazy to me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because it's just like there was. The judge was telling me I had to come up with three grand in less than three months. I'm like, that's not even fair. Like, you don't even make three grand in three months. Like, what are we talking about here? Still you know what I'm saying? Still got bills to pay, and they want you to come up with three grand. And I still had my bills, and I still had to, like, provide for my kid, and I still had to do music, and I still had to travel, and you took my, my license away. Like, how do you expect yeah. me to do And that's what that whole song is about, you know what I mean? Is that still, uh, because right now, in my eyes, you are, you're a local rapper, but you kind of super successful, like... You and your different a level of like the, I think a level of raps. You're not. You know what I mean? You so is, is, is that a is that still a a challenge to like streets facing like a streets challenge that still. I wouldn't say the challenge. I think um, some people forget about how important the home team is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A good example, like the Bucks can lose every game, but they're still gonna have season ticket holders, yeah. and that's important because that's what that funding helps the Bucks attract more talent. Mm-hmm. No one knew they was gonna get Tom Brady, nobody. Yeah, no. And if they say the damn <laughs> lie, it's not it's not a market for him to come to. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, like, as long as you're you're a fighting city, other people could notice that because when you make it and you're at the top, you kind of start giving up. Mm-hmm. It's like it's so easy for you. I, I'm always gonna make the playoffs and lose whatever type. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I, I believe in, in, in the, the, the South Florida market, especially Tampa, so much. But us having 2 million people here, you know, my whole goal when I told when I told myself and my band, like, well, we're going to take this seriously. I just want 10% of it. I want to work 100%. And if I fall on 10% of our, our, our margin mm-hmm. that we want to reach, I'm, I'm, I'm content with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I can't expect to be anything more than what God's planning me to be. You know what I'm saying? So... Yes, we have the, you know, we did, we chartered on iTunes in South Africa, and that's amazing. But if I can have people from South Africa, when they travel to America, visit Tampa first, I've to done my job. Come. That's hard. I never thought of that. That's hard. You did your job on that. Uh, album's called Before I Say I Do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the song, Heaven and Night. Yeah, I didn't put Heaven and Night on there because it, it, it was prior to that. You didn't put it on there, but you got a bar, right? And Heaven and Night uh-huh. saying, fuck Uncle Ben. <laughs> I, ain't I ain't throwing, throwing no, no rice. rice. <laughs> Yo, I still get barked at that by wifey for that. She's just like, oh, you know what I get that? But no, I'll be like, no, because the thing is, when you when you take on anything, whether it's music, basketball, podcasting, iron work, or any kind of job, right? Mm-hmm. You have to kind of like marry, be married to that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not throwing no rice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be married to this because this just doesn't define me. I'm going to do what my heart desires, and then that's what's going to define me. So is the album the next up? Because now you're saying before I say I do. Mm. Is that the next up? The yeah, because the, the thing is I'm, I'm, I'm planning my wedding for December. So these are okay. all the records that were created before I say I do. Got you. Got you. I seen, I found, I, when I was listening to it, because Heaven Tonight was, well, like we first met at the Famafell. That was the first song that hit me when y'all was performing. I'm like, damn, this shit hard. So I look back and I listen to the lyrics and then you came out with the album before I say I do. I'm like, these got to correlate because he's saying I'm not getting married to his right. And now you're saying before I do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that but then, but, but the way the, the, the bar is played is on uh, um, Heaven and Night. Fuck Uncle Ben, I ain't throwing no rice. Mm-hmm. Prem is not young, so I don't need advice. When I married the game, I make sure it was right. So the game being just like making decision musically. But it's, it's, it's literally a play on Steve Young 
because Rice, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not throwing no Rice like Steve Young mm-hmm. is throwing the Rice, the receiver. So it's kind of like, I always do, I'm like a super sports head. Yeah. So I'm always going to throw those like, it sounds like, like a regular sentence, but it's like a sports bar. Because somebody would definitely went Uncle Ben, Rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody would definitely got straight away into that. Um, the experience of meeting you, bro, like, when you see, like, you, 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 you carry great energy with you. So, but when I seen you at the family fair, I was like, damn, should I introduce myself? What? But we started chopping it up like, like you knew me forever. Yeah, but you're like six three. So yeah, I'm just but, like, I'm just but, like, yo. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, like, I'm like super. Like I stayed on myself, and I don't be wanting to like. I seen how you was moving, and everybody. I'm like, you know what? But I kind of got you. Like you stepped away from everybody. I was like, what's up, man? Bit more city speed, and we just start chopping it up. But. um is that in, that is is that important to you to the the do the fashion shows the vendors that those type of shows that perform at? I think it's it's important for anybody to kind of just um, add on to their strengths. You know, mm. I know um, you know apart from from just uh, our persona, I'm in fashion. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like a huge fan of fashion. So if they're throwing a fashion show in Tampa and it's not going to be at like your your modern day hotels like most people do, and no mm-hmm. knock on them. I think it, it, that needs to be celebrated. You know what I'm saying? I think everyone needs to be in attendance to see what we can do. Because if now, if clubs can do that, it kind of changed the whole persona. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most people think clubs, they're thinking, you know, women, drinks, loud music, rap. Uh, it just has so many negative mm-hmm. negative uh, uh, kind of sentences to it. So it's like to for someone to take a location like that and change it completely, I think that's dope. Because there's a lot of dope venues out here that if they turn their, their, their facility into a fashion show, at least once a month, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it would benefit in so many different ways. You know what I mean? Bring a different crowd, too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the whole point. You know I, what I mean? I was going to say, a lot of those people I, that was in there, they'd never been in other nights. I've been in Whiskey, so I'm like, yeah, I ain't never I, seen I never, this crowd. Yo, I remember when, <laughs> and shout out to Lola, too, man, the third half. You know, I, I really banged with them. I remember when I was telling people about the show, and people already know my pedigree when it comes to show, and they're just like, whiskey? Yeah. And I was like, what does that even mean? There's some yeah. Walmart where I've seen, I've seen the baby shit on the table, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But you'll still go there and buy chicken nuggets, right? Yeah. Like, I hate that people sometimes do that, you know what I mean? I can't control that, but it's like, let's not be so naive, you know what I'm saying? It's just an establishment, nothing more. We make it what it is. We're the alchemist for that, that particular mm-hmm. building. And as as you saw, you know what I mean. There was the way you had to set up. I've never seen whiskey like that. Me ever. Me, I ain't never seen the 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 atmosphere was totally different that night than the usual mm-hmm. nights I go. So shout out to Third House because that yeah, was super for real, dope. for real. That was super dope. Uh, you performed live band, super dope. That was my first time seeing uh, a artist with a band down here for me. For that was my oh, first time seeing a band. And shout out to the the Wandering Assassins. Yeah. How, where where that name come from? So <laughs> that's wrong. What I mean. That's wrong because um, we all wear masks, you know. Uh, I, I, I was I was happy that they wanted to kind of like embedded the 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 journey that I started for myself because mm-hmm. you know it, it you know in the beginning it wasn't as as um acceptable, you know what I mean. And then um for me making my own mask too is just like it's so much trial and error that you have to go mm-hmm. through. Um, but yeah, um, he wanted to to describe how we were doing different odd venues, but we're still fucking shit up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Excuse my French. So that's how he wanted to do it. Like the wandering assassin, like an assassin would just wander. Not to say that they don't have any particular direction, but they can go anywhere and then complete the kill mission. You know what I'm saying? That's hard. That's hard. How, uh, how did you make that connection to the band? Like, how the band was started? Was it Push Supreme first and then the band? or? Yeah, it was Push Supreme first, but I always wanted a band. Um, back, in, um, back in New York, 
my first big record that I got kind of recognized with was with with the band, mm-hmm. but it was like more of like outsourcing. Like I went to uh, NYU and, and then their band section. I just kind of just hired those guys. Mm-hmm. So when I came here, it was um it was me, Ron, Omari, who you know that's when we were the Chico because me, Omari, Rule God, and uh, Anwar. So I had a horn, I had a sax player. I had Omari with the electric violin. I had Ron with the drums, and I had Real God on bass. It was, it was an incredible sound. Sound like Wu Tang. What, yo? It's incredible. <laughs> it was, I'll show you footage. It was incredible, and oh, and we had Charles too. We had Charles on keys. It was incredible. It sounded like like church, mm. but like trap church. You know what I'm saying? It was really dope. And you know, we with 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 gentlemen, we all go our own separate ways. And then Ron stuck with me. That's why I always bang with Rob. That's my brother for life. So. I met um, Jay Savant at work, and then he told me he plays bass and he does beats. So I was like, oh, you know, hey, um, check this song out. Tell me what you think. And he was like, same thing. It was heaven at night. He was just like, yo, bro, like, you about to pop. I'm like, nah, it's not that serious, but <laughs> it's like, you, let's, let's work yeah. and, and try to, like, see how we can make this come together. And then Eli, I met Eli at Ron's birthday party. They did some dope, dope, dope shit, man. And people could take the idea if they want to because it was just so dope like it wouldn't be better than the original not to be biased he had a birthday party and he had a jam session in a boxing ring oh shit yeah in like a like a like a real, a real boxing, boxing ring, ring. and then they had like lights and stuff like that and they were just playing like just playing music like having this go in That's but I heard creative. Eli and I'm just like yo who's this kid and he's like yo Eli and Eli the fan of the music he wants to do it and that's how we all came together and then Chris came a little later I knew Chris from from back in the days when I was like doing my calling me back kind of, mm-hmm. kind of, kind of move. And, um, he was just like, Hey, can I, you know, and I felt like he was just such a, he was such a different vibe to it. Cause he's Asian. He's not like one of us, but he's really talented yeah. on the guitar. So I was just like, yo, just come through. And then, you know, just, if you fit in and we, we keep rocking out and there we are now. And I'm still trying to build it, you know? Was it hard trying to mold him since he didn't come from the, the same background? Not really, but I was scared for him though. <laughs> I was scared for him. I wish he was here so he could tell this story because I, I I would love to know his perspective because we're, we're all like niggas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, we talk yeah. about women, we talk about da da da. Like we we kind of go in in our conversations. We crack jokes, <laughs> and he's just there with his like with his hair. And he's just like, <laughs> yo, yo, it's so funny, right? We have practice, and, and Chris, you can contest to this. We have practice, right? So sometimes I do always bring uh, something to drink, right? So mm-hmm. um, I had um, we had celebrated the album, so I brought champagne and stuff like that. And I'm just, I've seen him drinking, and he's like, asking for second cups. I'm like, yo, bro, I remember when you used to ask for just one cup. I said, I hope I'm not a bad influence. Yeah, 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 you don't yeah, like yeah, to drink yeah. like that. He's like, oh, no, you know, I'll get used to it. I'm growing yeah. up. I'm just like, look at this nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> you watching the group. Yo, for real. Uh, you stated from New York. How long have you been in Tampa? Since, so I had like a split in Tampa. I came to Tampa 2000. I left 2009. I went to Mississippi for college. That didn't really work out with basketball. Moved back to New York. And then I moved back to Tampa in 2015. So you been here, you know you've been here enough yeah, to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does uh does being from New York play an influence on the the music you make? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um it, I, I think it plays on more so of the just the competitive nature and just uh the um the the imagination of what you can do with music, mm. you know? Um integrating it with clothing, integrating it with the the audience. Um, our, our, like our gift bags are like, so from what I've heard, I'm not comparing it to nobody, but from what I heard, people <laughs> in, always enjoy our gift bags. Last time we gave them a blue cassette for the mm-hmm. album and it said first edition on it. Then we had like, um, we had a magnet, we had a keychain. it came with a shirt, came with some stickers. 
and it came with a book. I got to give you a book too. I got to give you a book. Um, I tried to grab it before I got here, but it wasn't there. But we have a 3D book. So it's like gotcha. a lookbook, but it's a 3D book. You throw the glasses on and stuff like that. So uh, a lot of New York um, gave me the nostalgic things that I liked as a kid. And I try to like transmit that. With yeah, you. I try to bring it with me, you know. I think that's a lost art in the in the game. Like a lot of the the, the creative side of it. Like the, mm-hmm. if you going going to your merch instead of just putting like you could easily just put push your premium on the shirt and try to sell it as your merch. I think that side of uh, the creativity the creativity of their brand. I think it's been lost. What, what what do you keep around you for you to to keep that creative juice flowing? Hmm. That's good. not too sure, man. Maybe maybe just like just watching my daughter, you know, because she she's she's just so she's just so bank on just kind of just like what can I do to to just attract people. Right mm-hmm. now she's making rugs. I never knew there was a business in making yeah, rugs. It's a, it's, a, it's a business in rugs. I didn't even know that. It's so a business in rugs. Her inquisitive mind it, it fuels me to kind of just think of more things to do. Even with the mask, I was like, okay, well. You know, uh, I made the white range. I made the black one. And I was like, okay, well, I got the ski mask. And then it's so funny because now ski mask is mad popular. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, I have to integrate the ski mask in a way to where it's like, I'm comfortable wearing it, but it has my own identity. And I linked up with Katrina and then that's, that's when we started coming up with the, with the zipper design. That's all right. You make all yours by yourself. Yeah. This this particular one is a collab with, with Katrina. So this is the one that, I, you know, it, it's, it just worked out. You know what I'm saying? How long does it take to make a mask for? Like seven days. Shit. Yeah, because the um, the White Ranger one is like I first have to find enough of the gems, so it's like Joanne's be selling out. I don't know why people are doing <laughs> these things. <laughs> I don't know what they what they doing with them, but they, they sell out. So you know, <laughs> it's like yo, I'll have like half a phase done, and I have to wait until they get another order to continue on. And then that's before I bought a glue gun. So before I was just doing them by hand, and that was annoying because you'll put it on, wake up in the morning, and it's gone. Yeah. That's before I had the mannequin heads. So just imagine just doing it, that's like in your oh, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah son. So it's like I had to go through so many trials and tribulations. It takes a long time, but it's like not. I found a little bit of more joy in in, in in making them, but it's like I just make them when when the purpose calls for it. You know what I'm saying? How many you got? Four. Four. Mm-hmm. Did you start rapping with the mask, or were you rapping? Without it, without yeah. it. But when I moved to Tampa, I wanted to make music anonymously. Like, um, I felt like the art should speak for itself more so than me being the salesperson for my music. And I just feel like it's a lot of pressure nowadays to look a certain kind of way to be able to get your message across. So I didn't want to have any of those advantages. I wanted the work to speak for itself. I'm really, I'm really prideful on work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Um, I didn't want that to play a part. Uh, I also wanted people to just hear me first and then be like, do I like this or do I not like this? You know what I'm saying? Before they see the... Yeah, because that's how I grew up on music. I didn't know what Michael Jackson looked like until, I want to say, until he dropped Thriller. Mm-hmm. So mind you, I've been hearing him my whole life. And when I heard, when I seen Thriller, when he did the, the movie, I'm just like, that's what he looks yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. I was so confused. <laughs> and then when I seen he was white, I was just like, what's going on here? Like... <laughs> Is it the same person? Not a black people love. Yeah. But, I mean, looking at Michael, like, if you really look at Michael, and if Michael was in this day and age, he'll get crucified for his yeah. looks. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. the man still makes fantastic music. So, what we're judging him because of the way he looks. And that, I think that's where where, where we, we we get ahead of ourselves with things. You know what I'm saying? Did so, you, I don't, I don't want to be judged by, by the looks. I just want to be judged by the music. Were you cautious of the... the how people would accept it, like damn, why he? Yeah, came, I, got, you know? I caught a, a lot of backlash, and that's why I knew I was doing something good. Oh, you know, that's hard. yeah, because because 
had people just been like, ah, whatever, then, it, you know, I still would do it, but it's like, what motivated me more was just keeping that. That's why it's like, you know, it's probably like 15% of people that live in Tampa that know what I look like. And that's only because either circumstantial situations mm-hmm. or they knew me before them. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? I, I, I keep everything at bay. You know, I, I feel I'll, like I'll make that sacrifice. I feel like being in the, 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 being a rapper, I always look into like how people audience would buy into the artist. Mm. Like when Chief Key came out, they bought into the drill, uh, Snoop Dogg, you just smoking. It's just certain things that a rapper or that brands itself around. I feel like the mask gonna be a fucking hit once you like you just have a fucking Kanye West kind of concert and like thirty thousand people got masks on. I can see that. Mm. So that's hard. I like the when I seen you with the mask. I'm like, damn, why you got a mask on? I'm like, damn, that shit kind of hard too though. I would have wore a mask today, but. <laughs> I ain't got one. I ain't make one. I ain't make one. Uh, you said you got back here in 2015. Uh, yeah. What What was the music culture like? From like what What was your oh, first? Oh shit, experience that's a good question. When you Yo, got here? 15, 15, 15. Damn, what came out around that time? I know it wasn't really bar heavy. I think there was still like dances and, and things like that the being popped and, up. Uh, um, I think. That's around the time when Tory Lanez was doing his... That's the, that's like the only memory mm-hmm. he's popping up right now. That's when he was in his freestyle bag. And the R&B was kind of like creeping back up. But either way, I was doing the opposite of that. Because yeah. I had my band. So I was still doing like very big, vast, soulful music. You know, I, I didn't really uh, understand the mechanics of music and emotion. I think that's mm-hmm. why this album is so dope. Because now I'm taking how I feel. And then I'm, I'm integrating it with the music. Instead of just telling you in, in in a in a metaphoric way because i'm just like a very metaphoric person you know so i think that's that's the dope thing about this trans this um transition from 2015 to now because 15 was like i just wanted to prove i could rap better than everybody you know what i'm saying <laughs> and my audience wasn't taking it like that because they're just like yo like i listen to um 30 seconds to mars like I don't know what these punchlines mean. Like mm-hmm. when you're saying throwing rice, I'm thinking you you're talking about yeah, throwing yeah. physical rice, yeah. not football. Like get it together, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> do, do that. Does that that does that place a challenge on how you make the music? Hell yeah, yo, hell yeah. Um, shouts to Grand Bay Recording because Lex and Skylar they're the ones who and knowledge they're the ones who got me through this whole project because it's just the way my mind thinks. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up on like. Fab, Hove, um, T.I., um, Master P, uh, f- uh, who else, Andre 3000, um, Kendrick Lamar, like these are people, Kanye, West, well, not so much Kanye, I didn't grow up on Kanye, but that would be, be, be a false statement, but, shout I, out to Kanye, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, I've been for Kanye, I've been for Kanye, but it's like, what Kanye was, what Kanye was doing at the time he was doing it, it's just like it was good for like that one or two listens and I'd be like, yo, he makes good music. But I wanted those like when you know that feeling when you hear a verse and you just like Damn, nigga, mm-hmm. and you had to hit that shit rewind. Mm-hmm. Or it was like, what, what did he just say? Like I grew up on that culture, like, you know, battle raps and stuff like that. That's how I came up. So it's like I love how the poetry and the words and um entice the human emotion. I love that. You know what I'm saying? I still listen to acapellas to today, you know what I'm saying? That's it. So it places a talent. So do you? Is it hard for you to take that? Like not. I, I guess that's constructive criticism from Grand Bay. Is it hard for you to take that, or you just? Oh no 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 not at all. I'm somebody who is just like I love criticism because it's like mm-hmm. I'm so infatuated with the way other people 
think. Mm. You know, it's just like I don't know where I, where I gained it from, but it's like I just I just love different perspectives. You know what I'm saying? Because this world is just so because you've looked at so many different ways, so many different parallel universes. So yeah, no. So I just I take the advice. If it works, then it works. If it doesn't work, then I go back to the drawing board. You know. Gotcha. Uh, born in New York, here in Tampa. Uh, what what was your first uh, music like experience here? Like, what what first artist <laughs> did you run into? I tell you exactly my first music experience. Uh, what was it? Um, that I think this is like the second time I told this story. Um, God damn, what was it called? Was it Red Something Entertainment? It was during the time where that song, Red Lie, Red Lie, yeah, so yeah, yeah. fucked up, came <laughs> over my eyes. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, you say paralyzed. Paralyzed. You say paralyzed. paralyzed. It, was, it, was a, it was around that time, and then it was a club that, because we weren't even, we weren't even of age. We just kind of just got in, and then <laughs> we tried to do a song, and we didn't know nothing about like live performance, so we got in the song, what's your name? Mad <laughs> feedback. I was like, yo, this is crazy. I don't want to do this ever again. <laughs> So that was my first experience, and then um, we came back because we, we was on the flyer and everything. Mm-hmm. So everybody uh, at school was just like, "Yo, how the show go? How the show go?" And you know, as kids, you'd actually be like, "Oh yeah, we crushed it." Yeah. And he's like, "Yo, my daddy <laughs> said he was at the show, and y'all niggas was whack." I was like, "Yo!" <laughs> so mind you, this is this is the time where like we're New Yorkers and 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 and, and South Floridians, we weren't banging. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. had that that odd separation to where it's like. We thought we was better, and then y'all like, "This is my crib. Like, you can't yeah, you, be better than my crib." Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> you know, that was that was my first experience, and then from there, I'm just like, it was just a challenge. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, well, what do I got to do to to prove myself to these people? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it, I just had to just really just sit back and 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 embody, just live through the culture. You know what I'm saying? I've lived in New Tampa. I lived in 40th. I used to play ball by Rose um by um Rolette Park. Like I like all these little milestones that everyone talks about that's from the city. I've been a part of that in one point in my time, you know what I'm saying? Right. So all those experiences made me appreciate it so much more. It's just like I love this place, you know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna do whatever I can do to make sure this place gets championed the way it's supposed to. From in uh, New York, the Bronx and Queens, Bronx and Queens. Uh, so you, you say you battle rap, right? Did you yeah, at one point of time, at one point of time, you started it there. Yeah, when did when and and Tampa too? Is it hard to make that? Because I, I I'm tuned into battle rap too. Mm-hmm. Is it hard to make that transition from battle rapping to making a song? No, no. I think what you have to do, and I uh, shout out to my man A Wall because A Wall battles out here too. You just have to respect the music. Like, really listen to the music because battle rap is all about the performance and the poetry in your words. You have to really forfeit that. 
You have to. I wouldn't be able to make a song like Apple Pie and throw yeah. bars in there. Yeah, Even yeah, though yeah. I did throw the Charlemagne line yeah, in there yeah, to yeah, kind yeah, of but, it's like... But that was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the Charlemagne line came after so many different cadences of just listening to the beat. I mean, see, Bay had called me just like, yo, the whole song is fire, but the Charlemagne line, I don't think you should have just threw that in there. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but it's just like, it just kind of just, I wanted to say she's calling me God, and I wanted to say Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. It's only, it's the only, that's the way my Coronation. mind thinks, but yeah, you're yeah, yeah. absolutely right. You're absolutely right. That, that line was not needed for that particular song, for that particular direction, but it worked. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's hard. I think that they just really have to a pick beats that speak to you. Some of these, some of these um, battle rap loops don't be yet. Like I just, um, God works in funny ways. I just met Charlie Clips, so we was talking about that. Mm. But I'm not pushing Primo. I'm talking to Charlie. I'm just talking with Charlie Clips as a regular human. Like just, just me. I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm some rapper kind of like, rapper, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I'm talking to him, and then I'm just like, Yo, you ever thought about fucking with some of the producers here in Tampa? And he's just like, yeah, you know, but I'm trying to, you know, I got this going on, going that going on. I'm just like, yeah, but like, what do you feel separates you from Loaded Lux when it comes to like production mm-hmm. value and stuff like that? Because the only one that made a song out of Y'all Crew that really got it going on, in my opinion, is, um, I would say, ah, oh, man, I'm trying to think, Sue Surf. Sue yeah, Surf yeah. is the only one that I, made a song and you're just like, nah, I can, I can, I can stomach that. it, I can stomach it. But it's like, you don't see the, the, the consistency that you got to pick in these beats for these samples, and it's like a f- eight-bar loop. Again, again, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, the instrumental doesn't make you bored? You have, <laughs> like, you're Charlie Clips. Like, you should be able to dissect this beat, take the horns out, let me let, let it breathe here, let me bring somebody a sing. You know what I'm saying? Like, have, mm-hmm. have more fun with the construction of the song. And that's, I think that's the thing that battle rappers are not really taking, a, taking heath. Because my man, um, Oswin Benjamin, he used to battle rap, too. And then when he made that transition, now everything's working out for him. You know what I mean? That's hard you brought up Sue, sir. I, f- I function with Sue. Oh, yeah. I function with Sue. Uh, I know you've been taking rap serious. I always ask people how long you've been rapping. and I say since I moved here, 15. Because uh, I did in New York, and then we was like really close to like locking in a deal. But uh, we had a situation that happened, and it kind of just, it just it caused too much confusion mm-hmm. to where we had to be. And I had to make that choice. Like, my daughter was still in Tampa. I felt like I was being selfish. I was gone for so long. I was like, I got to go back. I was, I was visiting, like, birthdays yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, and holidays. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like, yo, if, if I'm going to make this right, I got to make it right according to my story. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, that's the only way it's going to work out. So I would say since 15. 15, I told myself that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to just dedicate my life to just being a pivotal part of Tampa's culture. Gotcha. It was it a... Or does... Was it a moment or like a feel when you knew, like I can do this rap shit, like I can be a rapper? Was it a was it, what, what what was that? The moment? show, the show, the the first show that I had since I've been back here, we had it at Pegasus Lounge, and we had like sixty people there, and I'm just like, okay, people fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Then when we did the show at um, Iberian, that was another that was the, the um, album release party. That one, I only expected thirty people. We sold fifty tickets, and eighty people showed up. And then when we did the show, we do a show at Limelight, and then Limelight we did better than Blueface. We had 150 people there. I'm like, all right, all right, I'm sold. I'm yeah, sold yeah, on it. So, like, yeah, like this, I can do this. You know what I'm saying? That's hard. That's hard. Uh, I want to go back to the album because I don't want to. I felt like I didn't touch on it. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I didn't touch on it. What, what were some of the uh, challenges with the album? Ooh, um, I think the challenge was just timing. I really wanted it to drop on Halloween, 
but it's like I was just getting such good feedback from him. It's like I just want to make sure that I just get it out to everybody. I think that was the thing. I was I was just so so um, bent out of shape with just like I wanted to touch so many people, so many people, and I forgot about the natural process of just going out, meeting people, letting them hear the music. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 really going guerrilla warfare with this. Like we're doing posters, we're doing street teams. I'm working with Third Half before I even touch on like any of the label stuff mm-hmm. i want to get the groundwork done because when they do work i get a lot of love from overseas you know what i'm saying that's not that's not a mystery you know even if you didn't know who i was and you see my look and he's like he's popping in asia you would believe it yeah but the thing is like i'm just i just believe that this city has like-minded individuals that would enjoy this music you know what i'm saying like we have a lot of talented individuals here and if I could just set the example, or even if they could set the example, I think we can all just build from one another. I just want to be the revolving door for everybody, cause I feel like right now I have a like I have a lot of light on me, and I want to be able to be like, hey, it's not just me, it's the city. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just a, yeah. I'm just a part of this, you know what I'm saying? What What do you see Temple culture and rap going since since you started in 2015 to now? What What have you seen? I've seen a lot of people get signed. Um, a lot of people getting signed, but not a lot of people getting signed to like direct major deals, which is not a problem because it's like it all depends on like how your life works. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have a case that you got to pay for, and yeah. Ti is giving you a deal, you better fucking take that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or you about to get kicked out the crib, and Ludacris is giving you a deal, you better take that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think, um, I think right now it's just it's it's it's, it's becoming apparent we just can't hate. On the people that that are, are are making strides from where they're coming from, you can't be like, oh, blah 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 got this. I'm better than him. That's a crazy thought. That's a crazy thought because you don't even know how the situation happened. They be mm-hmm. deals that be in the pot boiling for months, bro, for months. And that deal might like, I, and I learned all this from Richie West. He'd be like, yo, there'd be a deal. It'd be right here, ready to set off. And he'd be like, one number might be like, nah, I'm good. You're not giving yeah. me that. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and the artist would say that. Yeah. And then what happens now, another label hears about that and they'll hit you up like, yo, how'd that deal go with it? Kind of like Kanye. Yeah. Kanye had to deal with, um, oh, damn, was it Capital? Uh, if I fuck up the story, I apologize. Before you had <laughs> Rockefeller, he had another deal on the table and they dropped the ball last minute. And then that's when he called Damon Rockefeller and now we have Kanye West today. Who knows what happened if you would've took that first deal? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I forgot who it was, but if you listen to the, the first album, he tells you all about that. On the, on the last back. call song. I gotta go back and check into that. And, and they had mail call me. They said, yo, Capital pulled on the deal. Yo, Capital pulled on the deal. And, you know, I told them that Rockefeller was interested. And I don't know if they thought that was just something I was saying to gas him up to try to push the price up or whatever. I went up. I called G. I said, man, you think we can still get that deal with Rockefeller? So was was it hard to because you signed to Symphonic? Yeah, Symphonic's doing my distribution right now. Was it hard to? Cause you know, it's always that 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 conversation of um staying independent or signing. Was it was that a difficult choice? No, it's still independent. Um, gotcha. what I wanted to do was I was working with um Heat One, and then Heat One is working with. It's like one of those kind of like Drake things that Pusha T was talking about. Heat One's working with Ingroves, and Ingroves working with Universal. That's how mm. my my mark with Universal was working. And it was a great relationship, but um, I just felt like a lot of the things that they were providing me, I can do myself. You know what I'm saying? I want the thing is, I want to be as independent as possible, so I can teach everybody else how to be as independent as possible. But if I give everybody the gems on how to be in that kind of situation, then we're not 
building ourselves mm-hmm. we're just losing 20 percent on, on our earnings you know what i'm saying and i love what sean did for me because he he definitely got me the opportunity to get heard in south africa I, like mm-hmm. i don't know what i'll if i'll get there with symphonic but at the same time though it's like life's all about like growth and pit stops you know what i'm saying like you know like that was my pit stop like my, he, he was my miami so now mm-hmm. I'm back to Cleveland because you know Symphonic is here in Tampa, yeah. and then let's 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 see what I can do with them. You know what I'm saying? If I could be one of their um, primary hip hop acts, you know, next to Gats, because Gats on Symphonics too, that can kind of make some noise. It brings more awareness to Symphonics. Symphonics in Tampa now people don't have to like, you know, sign with like um, other people outside mm-hmm. the city. They could just do independent, and then we keep everything in the city. You know what I mean? I know. I didn't even know they was in Tampa. Mm-hmm. I didn't know we had a. We have multiple label. locations. There's Tampa and New York, and I think they have LA. But they're like one of the biggest distribution companies out there. What well, What was the the album supposed to drop? What October? Oh, we gonna talk about that? <laughs> just, Yo, just the, so, just... <laughs> so I I fucked up. But see, this is the beautiful thing about about kind of like going this route because then I get to kind of like be accountable for my mistakes, and mm-hmm. it just makes me more aware of. How and, important these jobs are. Like a manager job is not easy. It's something to learn from too. So I had it ready for the six, right? And he emailed me and told me I had to clear a sample. I didn't get that email. She went straight to my spam. So I'm just chilling. Mm. When I saw him, it's like, oh damn. So by the time I made the arrangement, Symphonic is not like McDonald's. You can't just yeah. make a change <laughs> and it's done tomorrow. So when they gave me the length of time that it's gonna take for it to get there, I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta come up with another route. So I went another route to make sure that it's available on um for the following friday mm-hmm. and then next week will be available on apple but this is good because then i kept it spotify exclusive i was able to kind of just tap in with everybody that has spotify so now what i'm going to do is this release which i added two more songs on will be a spotify okay. version and then i'm going to add an additional song to the apple version so that'd be like the gift to the people the apple users gotcha well in the meantime you dropped it at activism Activ- yeah activision yeah activision. All, all the singles I, I did through symphonic so activision um, which we had the video for. So that's why I did. That was yeah, a substitution. Like, I didn't leave people high and dry. Yeah, yeah. It's like, the album didn't drop, but you got the video. You know what I'm saying? And that was the, like, a highly anticipated video because we wanted to make sure that we shed light on the women abuse that was going on at Franklin mm-hmm. Manor. How was that? Yeah, that was a crazy situation. Uh, how, how did that connection with you and Frankie come about? How did, how did really good. I knew Frankie for a minute. Like, Frankie was a fan of the Tampa Tees. And, um... He's always kind of like been in the mix of things that I had going on. He came to my show at Iberian with his whole team. So he's always been like a huge supporter. of. He's just been like a, a fan of Pusha Preem. And then we, we grew a friendship from there. And then I just seen the evolution in his music. I was just like, damn, bro. Like he really glowing up with it. And, you know, he's another product of, 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 of Grand Bay. So I'm just like, yo, all of us Grand Bay artists got to work together because mm-hmm. we already have the tools and the only thing that Grand Bay can't provide you is the creativity. You have to come in the door with that. Yeah. So when I had Activision, I told him why I was doing it. Even though the song doesn't kind of like correlate to like how I wanted, I wanted it to kind of be like how the baby did for his um, Black Lives Matter song. I wanted it to be like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. glad I didn't go that route because, um, you know, it's like when you're aware of something that's going on and it doesn't have like a like a positive conversation, it kind of like waters down after a while. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I don't see as many protests. And I went to a couple protests. I don't see as many protests as I've seen now. You know, yeah. things fizzle out. So I didn't want that. I feel like we should just do it artistically and tastefully. So the song is like, let's get active. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, people need to just kind of just like, if you need something to kind of get up in the morning and go, that's what I wanted to do. I, I wanted to create a song that would give people a soundtrack to get up in the morning and do something. Got you, got you. 
what's what's life of a rapper after he drop an album? Like, what 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 happens next? It's, man, it, it just that's when the most stressful part because it's like I want to meet my numbers. I have numbers that I want to meet. Uh, right now, where for the first day we did seven thousand, which is good. I really want to do ten thousand, but it's like I didn't have the Apple user. Mm-hmm. So right now we're just seven thousand on just Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, that's hard. so I'm gonna um like I said I'm gonna go the gorilla route, um old school route. You know, create posters, create things. I want to make sure that we at least at a hundred thousand by November twentieth on Apple and Spotify and Amazon, like wherever. Like the accumulation has to be a, a hundred thousand. So I know from there, those people are gonna get the show of their life because I'm gonna use whatever comes from that to feed back into the show. You know what I'm saying? So the show that we're doing on twentieth, we're gonna have an art room. And have a set designer for each corner of the room. Then we're gonna have the the um, the meet and greet. Yeah. So the meet and greet is not gonna be just for me, but be for the band members and then people who are like I'm fans of that are in, in business. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Marquee with um, with uh, um, with social status. Social you know what I'm saying? The shoe store. Exactly. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing about him, he's doing. He has like mad plans for the city as well too. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to put his plans out. Yeah. I, I want him to tell it. But he has some really fucking good plans for the community. And people like that are like us, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're in the culture. We don't wear, like, suit and tie every day. But we have a vision. And we make a move. Exactly. So I want to give those people the opportunity to kind of speak because they might motivate somebody, might motivate an artist, or just even just an individual who's just a fan. I have fans that are, like, bank owners and investors and stuff like that. They might motivate them, and they pop up. I got Volt, you know what I'm saying? Volt's like, that's my man-man, you know, and... He's going to speak as well, too. People don't even, you know, get the get a chance to hear from Volt. So I just want to be able to just kind of, like, be that revolving door for everybody and still kind of, like, let it know musically that it's, like, this is really appeasing. The album, it can be played anywhere, you know. I think now in your car, you can play in front of your wife, in front of your children. I told you I'm starting to move my shoulders. Adam yeah. E came on. Like, this yeah, shit, I, I, you know, I went more, because more, I'm African, so I yeah. went more with the, with the Afro beat, you know what I'm saying? It, it, I feel like it was about time that I kind of went, you went through that That's one of my roots You talked about the merch The Tampa merch Yeah Who who created the The, the merch for the The album cut Who created that That was That was uh, um, Dick's Pause Cause yo <laughs> I banged with you But his name is Wild Your name is Wild bro And you know it is But it's all good Nick His name is Dick Strokes Dick Strokes Yeah like T-H-I-C-K And then Strokes but I, I guess he's kind of like putting it with the way that the oh, the pe- yeah he ain't got a nickname. We gotta call him something else. Yes, okay. <laughs> Yo, I was telling, else. I was telling, I was telling Shorty that, and she was just like, "You have a nasty mind." What? Even pronouncing it out loud, like, imagine if you got a Grammy, you're like, "I want to give, I want to, I want to dedicate this Grammy That's to." You'd be like, "You know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. Shout out to you. You know exactly." So he he created the design. Um, he wanted to kind of just play on the the, the influence of the African culture, mm-hmm. where it has like the long uh, elongated mm-hmm. necks and things like that. And he shot. I thought it would be dope and appealing to people. I was thinking about kind of changing it up for the deluxe version of the album for Apple users. But I, I like it so much. I think I'm just gonna leave it for now. But originally, the album was supposed to be called um, "Overthinking Will Kill You." But I, I, the thing is, like these songs didn't kind of pr- portray that theme. Mm-hmm. So um, if the album does as well as I think it's gonna do, then I just drop one in December. He got the, he got the long neck, but then he also gave you some Cuban links. Yeah, I keep that. I was like, yo, son, I'm shouting out here. Yeah, bring you back to Florida. That, that album cover hard. I appreciate it. How did it. the uh, the Tampa shirts come about? 
so that came about because um, when I was working on music, I, I wanted to work on clothing because I'm part of another company called Propaganda. The Propaganda, we do clothing as well, too. So one thing that um, I loved about, you know, back home, because it's home, too, mm-hmm. is like we had a clothing store called Slow Bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Slow snail, Bu- man, yeah. yeah, so Slow Bucks, it was like that was more so of like a community clothing. It's global because we all know about it, but it's like, you know, these people from these particular blocks wore this and that kind of like stapled you and i feel like that's the only thing that we didn't have in tampa was like a staple like yo i'm from tampa mm-hmm. like if if because there's a lot of people that's from tampa that move right mm-hmm. but they don't have any any tampa merch now that you have like a um a blow fly they have their clothing and there's other companies like swig and stuff like I that but yeah. i feel like my life on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah like they, they start and then they, they veer off i just want to make just merch for anybody that comes into tampa right and anybody that lives in tampa and people that that's been in Tampa but they moved away, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just something nice, clean that you can wear. Maybe to the gym, maybe to a, maybe it's like a last minute outfit. You know what I'm saying? I, we make sure that we pick up you know premium cotton tees and we put the embroidery on. It's like a last forever. You know what I'm saying? So you go watch it a million times and it'll still have that same cleanness to it. I, so, I, I was mm-hmm. gonna ask. I didn't know if you was a part of it, but the propaganda. That that's the yeah. That's, that's my the clothing. Mm-hmm. That's hard. That's like a um how how people will call. The sister or the mother company, like you know, it stems from there. Got you, got you. They had some hard shit on that scene. Uh, so what's next? Not surprised. I mean, let's go back to the the the, the event. When is it? When is it? I need a date. November twentieth. So um, we're taking over the bricks. So we're gonna it's gonna be an experience. Like um, they gave me full control. So it's like I can't wait to do the tasting because I want to take a lot of the things that I've uh, jumped into. Uh, and 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 in my travels, like to Denver, to Austin, to New Orleans, you know what I'm saying. Even I want to see if they can come up with some some dope African, maybe some like jollof rice, you know what I'm saying. Like put some of my culture into it. So the chef said he's open to anything. So it's like I'm I'm approaching it as if it's a wedding. Like you're you're invited to my show wedding, so gotcha. to speak. Mm-hmm. Sound like it's gonna be dope. Yeah, man, it's gonna be an experience. Before I end, I don't know if you see my episodes. I end it with four questions. But before okay. I do that. What the name Pusha Premium came from? <laughs> so the Pusha part came from my, my brother reaching over because he was like reaching over, he's reaching over. So I wanted to to I wanted something to kind of like not only be for me, but be for anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So the Pusha portion of it is anybody could use that tag for whatever that they're trying to pursue. The Premium portion of it, they gave me that nickname, but their nickname is an acronym. It stands for Poetry and Rhythm Elevates Minds Effectively. Oh, so okay, they've been calling okay, me Prem okay. like since when I first moved here because of the, the movie um, with Fifty Cent. So they're like, "Oh, you're from Queens. You're like yeah, Prem." Yeah. I'm just like, "Okay, like I'm not <laughs> I, like Prem at all." But I take it. Like, <laughs> I take it. Yeah, yeah. He was like an ultra drug dealer. You know what I mean? Like I, won't, I wasn't even like nowhere near that kind of scale. But I take it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I end on four questions. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the biggest challenge you didn't face in life? I think so I'm, like, D- I'm going to do two. Life. Okay, I think that DUI situation was the biggest challenge because I didn't know where I was going to get that money from. But now, it's like, now I know that in America, you can make money if you put your mind to it. Mm-hmm. No matter what you do, whether you get it dirty or you get it clean, there's opportunities to make money out here. I've, I've learned that. I didn't know that before. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> what's the biggest challenge you've faced in music? Hmm. Hmm. I would say accepting the crossover because um, I had a lot of records on here that I really wanted to put out, but it wasn't going to fit the theme. It wasn't going to fit the theme of the project. And so I had to kind of like put my pride aside. I think the 
the the biggest challenge in music that I'm glad that I was able to kind of like meet face to face was just eliminating the ego, you know, just really just being just kind of like, um, very customer service savvy. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to use the word customer service, but it's like I make the music that I feel, and then you know, in in my mind, I feel like there's a million other people that kind of have the same kind of taste that I have. I feel like I have like really good taste in like music and stuff like that. So even if I don't, the people that do will follow along mm-hmm. and the people that don't will kind of like hit the bottom mm-hmm. and the people that have higher taste than me I hope to you know one day get up one. there gotcha what's the biggest lesson you didn't learn the best biggest lesson yeah. family's important family's mad important and family doesn't have to be blood you know um, my man Brian he hit me up today and he kind of like gave me his feedback on the album as much as I would want it as a visual as a video form so I can kind of like let other people hear it but him breaking it down and then telling me like what songs affected him in what ways, I fuck with that. You even remembering that line from yeah. from Heaven and Night, like I, I appreciate that because those lines are like real life lines. Like these are things that like. What, bro, when, when I saw that at the show, Family uh, Fam Affair, mm-hmm. when you performed that, I found it, played it in the car. Then when you dropped the album name, I'm like, he got a line about rice and. I'm not gonna marry yet. So then, when you say before I say I do, I'm like this. That correlation was dope. Like the way you brought it back. Yeah, I, I didn't believe in marriage. I thought marriage was a business, but I understand that. Um, I can see that uniting, um, uniting families is how how you grow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If we don't unite families, then other people who do would take over. That's the reason why we have companies like Johnson and Johnson, the Rockefellers. You know what I'm saying? Because they they're like they're smart about it. They move like Game of Thrones. Like mm-hmm. you are a Lannister, I am a Lannister. We are only going to make Lannisters. That's mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, now that I understand that portion of it, you know what I mean? Because I didn't even think I was going to be here past fifty. You know what I'm saying? Like when you live in New York, the way time moves is mad different compared to 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 um, Florida. Yeah. So now that I see, like I'm like, <laughs> oh, like I am going to live. You know what I'm saying? God willing, is like I want to make sure that that I leave a legacy. And generational wealth for not only just me but any individual that I come into contact mm-hmm. with. That's hard. That's hard. Uh, what's the best advice you done got received? Be yourself. That's the best advice. That's hard. A lot yeah. of people try. A lot of people try to hide from themselves, but that's hard. Yeah, that's 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 the, that's the best advice. Just and you know, it's it's easier said than done. You have to find yourself, and that's sometimes that takes time because mm-hmm. you know you're only a reflection of your memories. So you only know what you've known, but if you go based off of your experiences and let your mind kind of just shape who you are and your feelings, then then you'll find what yourself is, so to speak. I got you. I was uh, the V off a little bit. I was listening to I, I follow Charlemagne a lot, and that's crazy because you got a bar bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was saying he was interviewing the mom from the Cosby Show. Her name Felicia Rashad. Rashad, yeah, and she was asking him about. Uh, something about finding yourself in the world that's so filled with the internet, and he was basically saying that you get so you can you have to find a quiet place in your mind because the world is so filled with how you how the media think you should live. Mm-hmm. So you kind of follow how you think you should live. He was like, you got to find that, that 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 quiet place to let you know this is you. Like, yeah, my brother you know, Nova, he just took a um, and I, and I suggest anybody that's watching this right now to take one. He took a, um, a trip of solitude. So you basically, you pick a destination, you go there, no phones, nothing. You don't tell anybody. I mean, you tell your loved one that you're yeah, leaving yeah, yeah. so you don't miss them yeah, on the yeah. fucking lunchbox <laughs> and shit. But you just go there and you just sit with your thoughts. I feel like 
that right there is a gift in itself. You sit with your thoughts and you just let, you know, whatever's wandering around, even if you talk to yourself on mm-hmm. some like third person type shit and kind of just understand where you're at, who you are, is everything okay? And then just like kind of get to know yourself better. You know what I'm saying? And then I can almost guarantee if you leave that trip, you leave a better person. Because he, he gave me so many gems off that. You know what I'm saying? I'm always like trying to do like little things to kind of like um, up, uplift me and upgrade myself as a human being. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's not reading... Not all the time. Like, I don't read, like, Dracula and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but it's like, you know, like, uh, uh, um, like I felt like oh, I was shit. studying um, astral projection for a little bit. Um, I fucked with D, um, Deepak Cho. I don't even know I said that right. I apologize if I butchered your name. Um, you know, um, um, I follow um, Saguru. Saguru mm-hmm. got some gems, bro. Saguru got some gems. And we, the thing is, life it could be so simple if we overcomplicate it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I, I want to yeah. make sure that you know, if there's one thing that people could take from this interview is like, don't overcomplicate life. If there's something that your heart really desires without any kind of malice, follow that. That's hard. That's hard. Last question. What's the worst advice you can receive? The worst advice? Worst advice. <laughs> What's the worst advice? Oh, I would say, um, don't move to Tampa. Yo, mad people was telling me don't move to Tampa and don't move to New York. When I moved to New York, they, everyone like, because I was in Mississippi, they're like, don't do it. Stay in Mississippi, finish college. And I'm just like, nah, this ain't for me, man. Like, it, the way that... It, they, it, want it, so hard. they want to do to stay in Mississippi? Yeah. And not come to Tampa? Not go to New York. Not go to New and York. And when I was in New York, they was like, don't. oh, nah. Even if you're not making music with Nova, like, stay in New York. You can do it by your... And I was just like, nah, yo. I, like, I got a child, bro. Like, a full child. Like, I can't let... I can't let another black woman... Not have her father to support her. Mm-hmm. Not in the South, bro. That's, they that's treat hard. like I love. I love all women, but the way they do black women in the South is crazy, bro. They show yeah. them no respect, and they only respect their bodies. A lot of them have like minds. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Shout out to black women. Not for real. They yo, they're the they're the most hated creature in the world. I don't know why. One day I'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out one day. One day, one day, push her. It been dope, man. Since the first time we met at Fam Affair. I was like, I got to get my guy on the podcast. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Appreciate you for stopping through City Speaks. Success on the album. I'm probably going to listen to it again when I get in the car. I appreciate it, man. It's it's, it's a good listen, man. Uh, I I, I definitely suggest anybody that's watching this right now, it's a great listen. And I didn't mean to say creatures like that, just in case, you know what (laughs) I mean? Because people be mad PC on YouTube. It's just, I just feel like as human beings, they get like a lot of like toughness for no reason i don't i don't understand why you know what i'm saying and if y'all feel like if not just them say that in the comments uh, like i want to i want to see what y'all, how they feel about it but i think you know until brianna taylor's situation is rectified yeah. i stand strong with my word you know what i'm saying that's probably the most disrespectful thing honestly yo she's innocent like she's an yeah. innocent bystander in the end like yo come on man. what you talking my, about here in my house i'm sleep that's that's crazy that's crazy bro that's crazy but on a positive note, hopefully us seeing this, we understand what we're up against in, in, in this in this country called America and we're able to move forward from that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully we'll get justice. If we don't, we just have to just, you know, if we're in the South or if you're in anywhere, anywhere that, 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 that tells you to bear arms, bear them fucking arms. Yeah. Bear those arms. Don't, don't. I used to be a person, because I came from the military, so I used to be a person like, ah, I don't want guns in the household. I don't want that energy. Nah, you need them. You need them because you never know who's going to come to your crib, man. For real, for real. Especially down here. 
Hell yeah. yeah. Successful on the album. Appreciate Before I that, say man. I do. Before I say I, I do. I'm going to listen to it again in the car. Move my shoulders to Adam <laughs> Eve. That's you got to get to That's my shit, Adam Eve, right now. Okay. Uh, City Speeds Podcast. Push Supreme. You're? We out. Swear you These niggas going to talk, 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 talk. Whenever they walk, 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 walk. These niggas going to talk, 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 talk. Whenever you walk, walk, walk. Walking, I can't blame them. Sorry, Ma, I gotta entertain them. I'm just saying, bitch, that I can't blame them. Huh. If she ain't a counter, they don't date them. I'm just saying, you know it's party time. Excellent, swear your mind. Ever said, you know it's party time. Excellent, swear your mind. Try to ground you like hogs when you ball like a fist. I never miss. I reminisce. I've been sipping.